Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing when little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time, or pop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Done Playing by the Rules. I'm Jenna. And I'm Janelle, and I'm going to start every episode covering my mouth from now on because I did that in the last episode too. I'm editing it right now, and it's just me. I can't stop talking and have to like physically restrain myself because I'm going to spoil the whole podcast before that we start sounds about right. <laughs> yep. So we just saw each other, but we haven't really caught – not saw each other. Mm, saw each other in rude. quotes because it was over the computer. Yeah. We didn't really catch up about – Homeschool. We both started homeschool. Although you've been kind of doing homeschool throughout the summer, and I was like, "We, t- I need a break." <laughs> we didn't do. We anything. took a break off, like you did, because I was like, uh, at the end, very end of July, I was like, "This," because it was getting so sporadic, and my kids like their little like rigid schedule. Yeah, and they so do. I was like, "We're taking." full August off and every day they're like, are we doing school today? Like they couldn't wrap their mind around like actually taking the full month off and we did and we reset and it felt so good. So once again, Jenna has great advice and told me to just take a damn month fully off because I was panicked that my kids would forget everything. And then I talked to a couple teacher friends that were like, the first six weeks of school is literally like All reiterating revealed. what, yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay then we're fine. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I mean, you have to remember there's kids that have like over the summer never read a book, didn't pick up anything. Yeah, we started Tuesday after Labor Day. When did you guys officially start? We officially started the Monday before, I think. But then we took a few days off this last week because everyone was sick. I think we did three days this last week though. Yeah, it was nice because I was like, these kids are healthy enough to learn, but they needed to have their nose wiped every 15 seconds. I was like, they couldn't go to school, but like we're fine just laying on the rug wiping noses and learning slowly. (laughs) Perfect. All day learning. I love it. Yep. So how's it going? It's going good. Um, We need a little bit more. Pre-K and level one? Uh, Mikey just kind of goes along with what Zach's doing. So Zach's doing level one. So technically for people that aren't like homeschoolers, uh, level one's essentially first grade. He's doing first grade language arts and he's doing second grade or end of first grade math. I feel like he should be doing like – what? I feel like he should be doing like third grade language arts. I think he could. I was thinking – no. Well, yeah. Now that he can read so well, maybe I should because I feel like he's like laughing at me while he's like learning the words because he was reading me some words this morning and I was like, how do you know that? Like they were Isn't really it amazing? tricky. Like, psycho- like psychosis? Like what? I don't even always get that one right. Yeah, because it was in one of his like Pokemon spells or whatever that he was reading me this morning. Yeah. And I was like, puts a spell of like psycho – and I was like, okay, so you can go to college now. <laughs> done. Send you off. My job is done. Okay. So. Tell me yours because I don't know what you guys are doing and you had a different yeah. – you have a different approach than last year, which I'm really interested to hear about. It's been good. We had a moment of panic – before we went to the beach and I was threatening to send Ezra to school, uh, we had decided like, okay, we need to start picking up our game a little bit and like refreshing, like just do some easy readers, some questions, some stuff like that. And we tried and he wasn't putting any effort in and was like, I'm done. I'm not going to do it. And tears and storming. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Um, See you after 3.30 when you go to school. And then – my husband calmed us both down and we got our shit together. And so now we're homeschooling 
if you listen to the homeschool episode, you know, Peyton said that she doesn't want any more coloring and cutting activities and wants to do real school. So as much as I believe in letting kids be little and learn naturally, I have Mm -hmm. honored her wishes. So we sat down on first day and I was like, we're just going to start the beginning of the alphabet and beginning of numbers. So I'm like, okay, here's a letter. And she's like, yeah, the letter A, ah. And I was like, well, there goes my whole week of yeah. I'm gonna need so, to step it up. You're like on X. Yeah. So we still did them, but she knew it, and I was like, again, natural learning. It just happens. And even sometimes she'll like pick up some of his sight words and be like, "This is bye," and I'm like, "It actually is." So she just I blows know. my mind, and it's been, I think, a good distraction for me because I don't have the comprehension of ADHD. It's not something I struggle with. And I get frustrated with Ezra when he sits there and says like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't do it. And it's just because he's not focusing. It's like, no, you can do it. You're just using that as an out because you're not wanting to use your strategies. Like he'll be saying, I don't know. I can't do it. And looking straight ahead. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. you're not, you haven't even looked down at the paper once. So of course you can't I can't read psychically either. It's weird. Exactly. So I think having her in the room, like when he gets to those points, I'm like, tell me when you're ready to use your strategies and I'm going to go help Peyton. And so I'll go help her. And so I'm not just Mm -hmm. sitting there on his time. We use the strategy again this year of like, he had a really rough day one day because he had some sugar and that impacts him greatly. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like we're having a really hard time. So I've told you how to do this. Now it's up to you to do it on your time. And so I gave him the rest of his little activities, I showed him how to do them all and he did them, which was also really useful for us. But we also are taking a yeah slower approach this year. We're taking Fridays. I, I say off, but not really off. So we're either doing a more compact, fun review day on Fridays or field trips with another homeschool family. And I'm just going at his pace this year. And before I was like, okay, we're doing lesson one on day one, you know, by day 50, we're on lesson 50. But this year, it's like, if lesson one takes us two days, it takes us two days. So far, I've actually noticed the opposite. Like he's kind of flying through some of the stuff. So I might look ahead and skip a few. Yeah. Slowing down sometimes helps them a lot. And if you study anything about like how little brains learn, like they take, there's some analogy of like, they take a week to take in something and then they take a week to process and be able Mm -hmm. to regurgitate it. And there's like an ebb and flow of how they're able to take in new information and then they need time to process it. And I see that a lot in Zach. And that's something I do with Mikey too, is like when Mm -hmm. Zach's in one of those like processing phases, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to work over here with Mikey and it's never anything super distracting. It's like, Mikey, what day of the week is it? And he has like a little book. And we like, right. yesterday was Tuesday. So what's the day that comes after Tuesday? And we sing our little song. And like, yes. so we just bop back and forth and keep it easy. And like, it works yeah. really nice. But I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm going to do this forever because holy shit. No. And I think it's helped. Brandon has stepped up and since he's working from home permanently said, I'll do science with the kids. That was his major <gasps> in college. So nice. And we have a lot of like little kits so he doesn't have to do any prep work. It's all done for him. He just has to actually do it with them. And it gives me a moment of kid free, get things accomplished because after homeschool, like I was able to get things done, but it was serve lunch, serve snacks, wipe 
faces, yeah. like I was their source of entertainment. So yeah. that has helped. Like I can scrub – like yesterday I scrubbed toilets and it's like, oh, this is nice. Like I don't have kids so, over my shoulder so asking great. me. <laughs> I love the once a yes. week when Josh takes the kids out and I can scrub the floor. I'm literally turning yeah. into the little house on the prairie. Like I love right? my weekly yes. floor scrub with a murder podcast. Speaking Home of cleaning – Ooh, yeah. Oh, I said we segued nicely you like into that? this for you. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. We are talking about clean living today. And we don't mean like pick up your shit, don't leave your shoes on the floor clean. We mean I don't what is know it? Like that life. Green, more like green products, like less toxic. I think this is a fun of- one because like I don't know a lot about it. And I think if you're not interested in clean non-toxic, um, green living, like totally skip this one if this has no interest to you. But also this is very valuable because literally Jenna and I have probably consumed, I've probably consumed a hundred hours of reading, information, seminars regarding different things that are clean and more green and less polluted. And I think Jenna probably has two, if not more. If you want a 45 minute compounded 200 hours worth of information sucked into a little mini episode. This is a great episode. If you don't give a shit, totally get it. Totally cool. It's my husband doesn't give a shit. I get it. But Jenna's got really good info in terms of like what goes on your body. I read a lot about what goes in your body. And so we have like a good mix. I touched on like our biggest and kind of where to start. A lot of people ask me for advice on how to get started or where to start. And personally, I get shocked because I feel like a beginner still. And it's just been something we've implemented. But then when I look back, I'm like, we've done this for probably 10 years. My parents, especially my dad, was really health conscious. He wouldn't let us drink from soda cans because the whole aluminum thing and Alzheimer's. Ironically, he died from Alzheimer's. Um, (laughs) I'm always like, what? He was really ahead Um, of the game. But I thought it was it because like my parents were feeding us out of plastic TV dinner trays Mm. and your dad had no plastic in the house. And so your dad was really ahead of the game. Not plastic. It was just aluminum at the time. Oh, I thought you were no plastic. No, it was like no high fructose corn syrup, um, no juices, no... We had to use like crystal deodorant. The whole deodorant thing was because there was this research about a link between aluminum and deodorant and breast cancer. And since my mom had breast cancer, we didn't know at the time she had a genetic link. This was before they had like all the BRCA and all of that testing. And so they hear this and they're like, oh, everyone's going to crystal deodorant. As a teenager, that was a little crazy, tough. Because like think <laughs> about protein. it. I, you saw me at, buy crystal deodorant for the first time when I was 36 years old. Like I yes. never heard of it. And you're like, that's what I used as a kid. And I had to buy it at Whole Foods because I forgot my deodorant mm-hmm. on a trip. Like you were doing that as a kid. And so yeah. you've had a life of learning in this. But we also used like Tide and cleaning products. Like we didn't know as much as we do now. Which we still do. So Jenna's going to teach me better ways. And I thought it was really interesting because this really came up. I'm taking um, our former guest, Whitney Crouch, um, is hosting a workshop right now, or she just finished it, on um, how dirty, quote unquote, less clean products affect your thyroid. And I had never thought about that. And she has a long list Mm -hmm. if you take her workshops on things that can affect your thyroid. And so it can affect all different aspects of your life. And it can present in ways that look like a food allergy. And it can present in all these different ways. And I'm still in general. Yeah, we're still you we actually just switched to cleaner 
laundry detergent, and dish soap. But literally, since we've lived in Chicago, so three months, uh, we were using Tide Free and Clear before that. Uh, we have always used like white vinegar as a cleaning product just because that's what my grandma did. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have as many of the good stuff is is the good knowledge that you do. So I'm excited to hear your big, your top big guys. And if I butcher this, I'm sorry. If I give false information, I'm not an expert. This is just what I remember. I kind of research as I go. So when we need something or I feel like there's an area of our life we can improve, I research, research, I replace it. And then sometimes I forget the information. So (laughs) sometimes people will be like, why do you do this? And it's like, Because at one point I knew why I did it and I just know it's better. And then I had a couple kids and then I forgot. But it's – I was on the call with um, Whitney the other day and one of the questions that someone paused to ask her was, this feels overwhelming. How do I start? What is most important? And Whitney was like, it is extremely overwhelming. And her advice was, if you can implement one thing every two months – that's a great – and she's like, even if you start – because she was talking more about dietary at this point. She's like, start with gluten-free bread. Do that for two months. Mm-hmm. Then try to cut this for two months. And so she started on the dietary stuff and then she went into like the the household stuff. And she's like, everything's fire retardant in your house and find out how I've bad that. that is for yep. – I didn't know any of this. Yes. Yes. So – with where to start, I was very overwhelmed. I didn't have anyone to really help me. Um, mm-hmm. I do use Wellness Mama's website. It is my clean go-to place. She has a podcast. I've listened to a lot of her episodes. I use her mostly for the clean living, but she dives into a lot of other stuff as well, which is great. She is not vegan, but she believes in clean eating. And so instead of just getting overwhelmed by the website, where I like to start and where I tell people to start is Things that you're going to replace anyways, start clean. So for example, we're getting into a new season. Are your kids going to need new pajamas? If so, start to look into organic pajamas. Now the organic and this green movement is so much bigger. Back in the day, I had to pay an arm and a leg for organic pajamas. pajamas. Yes. I couldn't just go to the store. Mm -hmm. You can't for big kids. Now for, for toddler and under, you can get them at Target. They sell like Burt's Bees. I think Kohl's actually sells Burt's Bees as well. That's not saying – getting some good stuff. Yeah. yeah, That's not saying they're like the top of the line organic, but Mm. just organic in general. So my big must, and this is where we started, was organic sleepwear. So if you think about it, you spend a third of your day in bed. What you're laying on, your body is going to absorb. So we started with organic pajamas and we love Hannah Anderson pajamas. They are pricey. How do you get around that? One, they do huge sales each time of the year. So for example, I bought all my winter pajamas. I want to say it was either end of winter or beginning of spring last year. So I'm already stocked up and I hide them so that they're like exciting when the kids see them. (laughs) Ooh, it's Um, winter. (laughs) I mean, you can get them for a really good price as well as well as I do the buy, sell, trade pages. And I buy stuff off of there. And you can get a pretty good price there as well. That's kind of where we started. That was an easy, easy thing to do because my kids were outgrowing pajamas. But then you get into the actual bedding and here is where your money goes. So we're still not even fully organic sleep. We all have organic sheets. Again, there's so many out there. Even Amazon sells some. Pottery Barn, and they go on sale occasionally there. 
Target actually has a line. And if you are in store, a lot of times you can find their organic ones on clearance. Yeah, I find them in the that that back yes. area of the shelf. Yeah, a lot of times, and they're good. Oh, they feel. And good. if you can't do organic, there's always like the I don't remember what the other one is like certified less chemicals. OEC. Yes. So that's even another step. You don't have to be top of the line perfect on any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Blankets are a little trickier. However, I would start how I like to start is what's directly on your body, your pajamas. What's on top of that? probably your sheets. So then you have your blanket and your comforter. So those are important, especially if they're giving off flame retardant chemicals. However, they're not as important because they're not a lot of times directly in contact with your body. We now do have all organic bedding. My kids have organic mattresses, which you are going to pay a lot for. Just a heads up. When I say you'll pay a lot, you'll go look at the website and then you'll be dumbfounded on top of that. So Sometimes I'm not, like when Josh and I were going to get an organic mattress, we ended up just getting an OEC one. Uh, I was like, this is like a car. Like it this is. costs as much as my first Jeep that I bought for mm-hmm. myself. And same with the pillows. The way to kind of help with that, we don't have an organic mattress. So we got an organic topper or cover. If your mattress has a lot of chemicals, and a lot of times you can kind of look up what kind of mattress you have, you do want to try and find a fully encasement one. Yeah. But for us, that wasn't, we couldn't find one that fit our budget, that didn't have plastic. So we just went with a cover. Same with our pillows. My kids have organic pillows. You're going to laugh at this one probably. Peyton has a buckwheat pillow. (laughs) Yeah, girl. that thing is so heavy. So when we went to the beach, I was like, you're going to bring a different pillow because I'm not carrying that thing around. And she loves it. And at first you get it and you're kind of like- a heavy pillow. Yes. You're like, there's no way this is comfortable. Homegirl loves it. Yeah. And if you're really trying to save money, you can even make a buckwheat pillow for on the cheap. I know a lot of people that have. And I was like, Mentally, Please I'm not do there. A web seminar for us making a buckwheat <laughs> pillow, Janelle. I have to money. learn how to sew. And so my kids don't wear organic clothes, which I know people are like, well, that's in contact with their body all during the day. But let's face it, there's some battles I can win, some I can't. Okay, I take that back. They wear some organic clothes. I try to buy, but if my kid wants a Jaws shirt, he's going to have a Jaws shirt. Yeah. They wear organic underwear because I feel like that's something that's directly in contact with. Very sensitive body parts. You can get organic underwear at Costco. and Can you really? Big, oh my God. Yeah, I got – well, I'll have to tell you this story someday, but I got a pack. Oh, I think I – They were child yeah. size and I tried to put them on and then I gave them to our other friend and her daughter wears them. $14 at Costco, you can get organic underwear. Oh so. my gosh. Okay. So with the sleep thing, some people say like, why is this important? First of all, if you've done any research on body and health, you know the number one recommendation from no matter who you talk to is sleep. Sleep restores the body. If you have any kind of injury, your body needs it. If you're sick, sleep is so important. And so if you have a clean environment lacking chemicals, to me, that's something that is super important and you don't want to mess with. You need to watch out for stain resistant and waterproof. So you might, I don't know if all organic eliminates that, but that's something you really have to watch as well, especially if you're going to say, okay, I'm not going to do organic but I'm going to do a healthier version. Just watch out for like stain resistant. Waterproof is a big one because waterproof a lot of times will contain plastics in it. Off-gassing is a huge problem with most mattresses. So What the fuck is that? I've never heard of that word. My definition is the fumes that lets off. So 
a lot of times you will notice a strong smell with these things. So yeah. that's where you can do like the topper, really the encasement, especially if you notice smells with your mattress. And that also helps so that your mattress, if you don't already have some kind of topper or cover on your mattress, you need one anyways, even if you don't want to do the whole clean route because bacteria, dust, all of that gets into yours. Bacteria, we all know, grows and you're sleeping on that. Yeah. And if At you least have get allergy yourself a cover. kids, you know that everything needs to have a cover on it because it's just sucking yes. up their little microbes and oh my gosh. festering them in there and giving them asthma attacks. Yes. And my son is very sensitive to like dust and smells, smells in terms of like fragrance. So I can always tell if he's slept on something a little. Oh, just one more caveat. If you are buying from like buy, sell trade pages, ask what kind of detergent if you are into that and sensitive to that. Because that's a whole other thing. And a lot of like the natural organic place pages will ask you to include that in the description. And most people are cool with like like, free and That kind of thing. That's rad. I know. The next one would be water filtration. And here's another – I'm starting with my most expensive just to kind of like see who's serious towards the end. Water having a Beyonce moment. Let her be, everyone. Happy 40th birthday, Beyonce. Ooh, hey. (laughs) It just happened. It wasn't today. But it just happened. Nice. Okay, so we had to save up for two years for this one. So we now have a whole house water filtration system. We live on a well, and they are, I'm assuming, required to give us because they do. I don't know how often. It might be every six months, like a water report. I was astonished at what they considered safe levels. That's something that got brought up in the um, workshop with Whitney was – the government's safe levels is what will or will not give you cancer. Like that's yep. the cutoff. Which like, they don't will- have exact proof for the sensitive people. <laughs> so before we had this, we used simple water filters, which I'll make a note to link. Got them on yeah. Amazon. And you take basically your shower head off and you screw it on there and then you replace your shower head so it filters through and you just clean it every now and then. The only downfall is I could not find one for a bathtub and my kids love a good bathtub. You found one? I have a, I found a bathtub one, but I just put it in my car today. It's $69. And it's if you look on Amazon, I mean, look somewhere else if you can, because Jeff Bezos is kind of a dick. But <laughs> move. <laughs> I'll link it in the notes. I just found it after her thing. And it like just hooks under your thing and filters the tub <gasps> That's water. what I was it's looking for for years. $70. Oh my gosh. You've been looking for it for years because everything's becoming so popular now that it's That's easy true. to find. Our eyes were open because we would give our kids baths and the water was like a yellow or brown. And so we're like, what else is in here? If this is acceptable, like what else is acceptable? And I grew kind of up really on like full well water and our shower yes. was neon orange. And we Ugh. had like a cleaning lady that would scrub it with like borax every – so just think yes. how good that – I'm showering right? standing on borax in my fully orange shower. Yes. As a <laughs> and totally here's fine. another thing. If you have processed hair or blonde hair – that well water is awful for your hair. So add in awful. a filter yeah. and you're good. So there's another okay, reason Okay, so things that – this is another thing that I – it took me a lot of research to find. What types of things – so you can just go online and buy a filter for $15. It'll say filter. There's certain things you want to filter for. Mm-hmm. When it comes to drinking, I make sure that we're filtering for chlorine and fluoride. When it comes to what's going on in our body, we're filtering for chlorine and like har- – uh, what are the other things that are that you want to make sure Heavy that Heavy metals? Heavy metal, all the like, yeah. And so, but the big ones are always make sure it's, if you're drinking it, chlorine and fluoride, if it's going on your body and your processed blonde hair, chlorine for sure. The other big one is, I just had to Google it, um, pesticides. 
Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. common because it's everywhere in our world right now. And there are everywhere. safe levels. And then you go down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. everything's bad for you. So yes. start small. Um, with so the small. water, what you're drinking is very important. Uh, we'll get into plastics, but you might say like, oh, bottled water is best. No, it's sorry. It's not. So we did a whole home filter, so we don't have to worry. Like we could basically drink from any place in our house, but we do have double filter on our drinking water. And that's just a personal choice. In our RV, we also have double filter because we're drinking from a campsite. So <laughs> so yeah, actually triple. We have a triple because we do it in a – so in our RV, we do a pitcher. It's great. It's an affordable way to do it, but it does have its downfalls. One, it does not remove everything. So yeah. – it's better than nothing, but it's not the best, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're kind of like yeah. middle ground and that's that's cool. Like you're doing something. And the other downfall is if you have a family, probably more than three people, you're refilling it often. And if you have kids like that can't day. refill it, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> we have a um, $80 standing, which Jenna's yes. seen before, a standing filtration system that sits next to our sink. And it pH balances your water. It takes out all that like weird stuff. It basically goes like how a natural spring would work with like the actual like rocks and stuff. And you just replace the filter every like three months. And I use, I bought a six pack for like $30 of glass bottles online. And I refill four of them from the glass pitcher every night and put them in the fridge. And my water's good to go for the day. Oh, and the perfect. kids can. The kids can reach it and fill their waters. It's slow as shit, but you just get a funnel and set it there and go like wipe down the counter or whatever. Like I said, $80. It's a pain because you have to keep refilling it. JeffBezos.com on Amazon, but I'll share it back. It's invigoratewater.com, I believe. Just go straight to the source. Invigoratewater.com. It's glass, which you're staying away from plastic, and it's super rad and the – Filters are super affordable to replace. So Ooh, if you only want to invest $90, $90 plus yeah. $20 in glass bottles, then you can do this. And we're doing it in our apartment because like we're not going to put in a water right. filtration system in our apartment. Yeah. And then we just kept doing it here because we have no idea what's going on here. And we don't okay. we don't live anywhere long enough to right. invest in a filtration yeah. system. Yeah. And I will say like with the whole house water filtration – it was overwhelming at first. There are so many options out there, same with bedding, to get your water cleaner from simple as charcoal sticks that you can add to mm-hmm. reverse osmosis systems, which are really cool. Yeah. It was not in our budget, even though we did something big budget. There were even things above that. So start small is my advice on that. Yeah, so I have a charcoal stick that I travel with. You just stick it in the water, but it's kind of big. So you have to make sure you have like a wide mouth water bottle and you just set it in there and it's like 10 minutes. You take it out and it's done. It's the same system. I think it's actually from Invigorate too. It's the same okay. system. Oh, that's cool. So with that plastics slash, I say clean pots and pans. I mean like green, I guess. I, I struggle with on the- that. Ours are shitty. Yeah. As most of us have heard. Plastics contain BPA, which we've all heard BPA is not good. BPA, Um, BPA, BPA. And then you find out there's BPF and BPS that are the bad sneaky brothers that come in when BPA is taken away. And I'm going to butcher some of these words. So bear with me and just laugh when I do. I'm excited. I wish Um, I had a copy. (laughs) So BPA, uh, people know it's not good and people don't always question that. But the biggest thing is it's a hormone disruptor. So think teenagers and young kids 
who will enter puberty. And I think you can kind of see where that's going. And so is BPA- Or us that will enter uh, menopause. menopause. Yes, exactly. Or trying to conceive. All of it. Mm -hmm. So is BPA free, plastic safe? So you'll a lot of times we'll see, I think they're like camelback waters and it'll say BPA free. Unfortunately, the answer is no. I'm sorry. Sometimes they can actually be dun 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 worse. They contain things like phthalates, maybe. It's a pH word. It's a PHTH word. (laughs) So it's it's a it's a tricky one. Yeah, I think you're actually and, saying that right. Oh, thanks. What's interesting about this one is that it is banned in most other countries, but America, a lot of this, we let that is, in. We love it. Yep. <laughs> this one is especially harmful to your boys and your men, Ooh. even and especially in utero. It's very harmful to women as well, but they've seen more effects in terms of men and boys. I did not know that. That's so Mm -hmm. interesting. So if you think, okay, I'm cool. I'm pregnant. I'll just use glass when my kids are born. If you're pregnant in utero, there have been studies that this is impacting them. We never get a break, Um, do we? No. It also causes immune system impairment, which who wants that right now? Reduced testosterone, (laughs) which... Maybe I'll give my husband that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> infertility. I was so going to say, can I give just Josh a camel back? And right. then he <laughs> will have – oh, that would be ideal. Yes. And then there's a lot of times in the BPA-free plastics, there's PVC number three. I don't know what happened mm. to number one and two. I don't know where they are. That is known to cause cancer, skin issues. Skin issues can be everything from hives to dry skin to patches to rashes, everything. Uh, birth defects. And then there's also polycarbonate with bisphenol A, which I think you're actually I think that's right just on, on this. I'm very PB. impressed with your pronunciation. Did oh, you thanks. go to like Google pronounce? No. I'm well just done. I'm just using phonics. I'm right a now. scientist. Yep. So that can also cause very similar things. You'll hear these over and over and over cancers, immune function, early puberty, hyperactivity. <laughs> so Early that was puberty a, is one we're trying to avoid too because so, that's been shown to be really yes. Rough. Do you remember that book we read, Boys Adrift? They Boys Adrift, yeah. Talk about the, about the impact this. of plastics on boys and Dude, Boys Adrift is such a good book, and we've never brought it up on this podcast. We I think we did once it. on the ADHD okay. one because we I need think. to fucking make that another one of our Bibles along with Untamed mm-hmm. because. They have Girls Adrift, too. Um, and I've heard it's good. I haven't read it yet. I've heard it's fabulous. But Boys Adrift really breaks down how these chemicals play into boys and ADHD. Yes. And it's bananas. Yes. So people will say, how do I get away from that? Use glass or stainless. Um, yep. I'm very sensitive to metals. And sometimes stainless tastes weird to me. I so, don't like the taste. Yeah. My kids are perfectly fine with it. Yeah, um, me too. And I'm fine with silicone. I know some people are iffy. More about heating it up. So we use, for my kids, especially when we travel, they're stainless steel bottles with silicone straws and lids. Yeah. Um, at home, they just drink from good old mason jars. And if they want a straw, we use the stainless steel straws. It does have its downfalls. It's heavier. The stainless steel ones, I will say, aren't that much heavier, I don't think personally, no. a lot of them. But you also have to watch out for, of course, there's like a whole world of bad stainless steel. And I don't even know 
I don't go down that rabbit hole. I have my tried and true brands and I stick to them. And food containers, we've upgraded all of ours. If you're going to use plastic, just please don't ever, ever, ever heat it. If you have a plastic lid, don't heat it. Way to kind of get around that is we also, if it's at home, we'll use, I bought cloth covers. So if you have food to like leftovers, you can just put it in a glass container and just put a little cloth cover in. They're actually really cute because they're usually made from cute fabric. So you can just put that Mm -hmm. over it. Um, They also make some out of beeswax. Um, Those are a little hard to upkeep in my opinion, but they work well. Yeah. So with food containers, it gets difficult. Like when my son was in preschool, I will say I never sent him with glass because I didn't want to put that on the teachers like if it broke or I mean, you know, I don't want them to have to do broken glass. So we used like the little stainless steels. They're like circles as well as there was like a few like little containers that did have plastic lids. But I was like, it's not direct contact with the food. Yeah. And you kind of have to do what you can do. So Yeah, I bring my bla- my big giant glass liter bottles and then I put them in a – they make sleeves to keep wine cold and like yes. carry them. So I keep my big glass bottle in a wine glass – like a wine cooler. <laughs> so we use glass even – I get this question – in the RV. I did find some natural bamboo plates, which was – Really hard to find without, I can't remember what chemical it was in a lot of them. It starts with an M, I think. Then we keep like two glass containers in the RV if we ever have to heat something. Our yeah. babies used glass water, glass water bottles, glass bottles. Yeah. And we, at first, were really diligent about having like the sleeves on them. And then we found out they really don't break that easily. I think in two years, and we were formula babies in the two, not two years, in the two kids. We had we broke one or two, and it was like yeah. a garage floor. So yeah, I don't think like, I ever broke out one of the car. I, I mean, we didn't know about it. I so one of Zach probably had whenever Zach never really drank bottles though. But by the time I had Mikey, I knew they had to be glass, and I'd mm-hmm. switched them all over to glass. And we never broke one. And Mikey mm-hmm. drank a lot of formula, supplemented a lot, so they're super yeah. strong. Those Dr. Brown's glass ones are where it's at. Yes, and I think I gave you the link, and I think you have them like the. Kids, they're like kids' mm-hmm. mason jars, and they have like yes. a fun little silicone, and they do have a plastic lid, but they have a silicone straw. Yeah. Um, and when we're home, my kids don't even use the lid; they just use the straw, yeah. and they think it's fun because they're fun colors. We use these like little metal food containers, little like bento boxes from Thrive, yes. and they're stainless, and that's like our go-to anytime we have to eat in the car. It's in there, and it's got a little. Divider. I have never looked on there for them. I need to oh, look. They have good, 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 and they list all the chemicals like right up front, like what it's yeah. in it, and Thrive is where it's at. I mean, the idea what's the membership? I've said it before on here that the membership is dirt cheap, and it's not. I was wrong. But and how much you save it is? You save end. a lot, yeah. And it shows you everything that's in everything right out of the gate. And let's face it, we're kind of at convenience at this point. So, oh my god, getting it, it gets delivered, delivered to, to your house. door, Heaven. and nothing delivers out here, so it's really yes. nice. And with the plastics, okay, this is where we could improve, but I'm not. But we shall not. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a big movement on wooden or metal toys. I used to only buy wooden toys for my kids, but then let's face it, they're going to get gifts. They're going to see Hot Wheels. They're going to see action figures. They're going to want all of that. I think it's really important when your kids are mouthy babies yeah, when they're to have those wooden toys. So with cooking, so we're still in the kitchen. 
bear with me on this one. This is the last big one, probably. I'm excited about this one, though. The last, like, lengthy. Avoid cooking on Teflon. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. There was a study that they found it in most Americans' bloodstreams. So that's how much there is in our body, that it's showing up Mm -hmm. in our bloodstream. It can lead to cancer, high cholesterol, thyroid issues, and reduce fertility. I've known this one is bad for a long time. We had Teflon plans, and so we've slowly upgraded. We're still not where we are wanting to be. We eventually want to go to all stainless or carbon steel, and you just season them yourself, but they are ridiculously expensive again. We have one, and the other ones we have are green pan, and they... Used to only be online. Now you can get them at Target and World Market, but they do have a coating, but I believe it's not Teflon. We eventually want to get away from all coating. There's another big ceramic movement, but you just have to make sure it doesn't have lead. We love our, we have a stainless huge pot. It looks like the lunch ladies cooking pot that they would have. <laughs> um, They're so, those are the best. Yes. And you we can absolutely buy them from like a um, actual like restaurant store. Really? Yeah. My dad used to make big batches of sauce and it was like a pan like three feet tall and he Mm -hmm. bought it at the like restaurant um, wholesale store. Yeah. We got ours, maybe it was like Sir La Taube or something like that. And it was a big Christmas ask. It was like our only gift. Yeah. And that's how you know you're you're not Beyonce, you can go to the restaurant Whole Foods store and get the $20 pot, I'm sure. Well, and now (laughs) things are so much more affordable. They might still be pricey, but there's so many more options. And then with that, think about what you're cooking with. We use wooden and stainless utensils, and mm-hmm. we love them. Not only do they look awesome, they work really well. And I they love clean all of off way stuff. easier, I feel like. Yes. Like none of our – somehow none of our wooden spoons – you would think they would all be stained like red no. from pasta sauce. They're somehow no. not – so. I was making e- fake eggs, but vegan eggs, like scrambled eggs with a wooden spoon this morning, and I just like ran it under the sink, and it was clean. And I was like, this would have been a nightmare had I used yeah. a plastic spatula. <laughs> so plastic, bad, especially when heated. So try and avoid it, or at mm-hmm. least there's an easy way to start. Just anything you heat, switch that to glass. I so. was doing this when Zach was a baby. Josh would make – like Josh always has cooked for the family and he would put it in plastic containers and I would heat it up in the microwave in the plastic containers and him and I would eat it out of there and he'd be like, you can't do that. And I was like, but I am. And <laughs> he'd be I like, am. no, you need to put it on a plate. And I'd be like, then I'm just wasting two things. And he'd be like, no, you don't understand. You can't keep putting plastic in, plastic containers in the microwave like that. And I'm like, they're microwave safe. He's like, okay. You know, like that's I'm surprised. Look at him. He knows a lot about this stuff. And he was the same way with like the pans and getting stuff Mm -hmm. out of plastic and drinking out of stainless. Like he knew a lot of it. And I I did not. My pans when we met were like all scratched up from using a fork on the Teflon. And he was like, oh my God, it's literally flaking into your food. Like stop. He's like, Janelle, do these eggs have a lot of paper? No, Or a lot of pepper? pepper? No, it's just Teflon. It's just the bottom. I scraped it off with my fork that I was using to mix the eggs. It's we're just saying we're not here to judge because I definitely was feeding my seven-year-old microwaved plastic container. Yes. You're fine. Well, and people will – I'll bring somebody a meal or somebody will come over and there's leftovers. And I'm always like, I'm going to need that container back because we don't have any plastic. And so, for example, Morgan, one of our mutual friends, was sick. So we made her meals and I had like these huge glass bowls. And I'm like, it's all I got. I hope your strength isn't weak and you can carry this into the house because it's 40 pounds. But she – 
brought it back filled with granola. And I was she's, like, makes the best. The best. If, if Morgan doesn't go into business making granola, she's missed her life <laughs> calling because that stuff is so good. Yes. And I personally feel like in glass containers, things stay longer. Maybe that's yeah. just my mind. I don't know. No, now – I agree. I can taste when things have been stored in plastic. So should we get into food since we're in the kitchen? Because I want to hear yours. We're in the I only kitchen. have like a little thing. So I'll start with, yeah, Give it's pricey. Blurt. If you have a hard time fitting it into your budget and organic, organic was not always in our budget. We were the people that went to the store and bought things like when we ate meat in bulk and froze it because we were poor living on one teacher's salary. Yeah. And let's face it, you kind of do what you have to do. We'd go to the farmer's market and buy like a quarter of a cow from a farm yes. and like bring it home. Well, that's probably – so, okay. So that's my next advice is if you can't buy organic from the store, shop local because it might not be organic or it might because getting certified organic is a huge process. So they might actually be organic and yes. they just haven't gone through the certification. But usually it's less chemicals. So yes. even if it's your meat products, do what Janelle said, buy half a cow. And so goddamn good too. Yes. It I've heard. I've never done it. I've heard. I was gonna say now I'm not a vegan anymore because I'm thinking about how good that like fresh. Oh, and I'm over (laughs) here like this is taking everything in me. (laughs) No, it was really good. When we were meat eaters, it was way like better than like going to like the store and getting like ground up hamburger. It was fresh. Really? Mm. That's so interesting. Again, buy local, but with that, you're gonna also eat seasonal. And if you're not, if you're in the store, just really try to avoid imported foods. Just think the further it comes, the longer it has to stay, quote, fresh. So just kind of put that math together. And that goes for packaged as well. So grains, yeah, rice is grains, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all of that is really dirty. And so trying to buy organic, local, you're going to get cleaner, but it's actually one of the dirtier foods. So just really watch the labels on that. If you're like, why should I do organic minus the chemicals? There is a report that claim organic foods have more nutrient values. So you get a bigger bang for your buck. And then my biggest caveat is just like, can we say pesticides? That just skews me Can out. we say pesticides that you love them? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so what did you learn from Whitney? Well, I also – well, not even from Whitney, but this is something that I've always been big on and Josh knows that he's always like, I know the dirty dozen because I'll tell you. He'll be like, yes. can I get non-organic strawberries? And I'm like, no fucking way. The dirty dozen, which you can just look in a Google search. I will read it to you real quick. And there's also the clean 15. So this is something that helped Ooh. us too. In knowing what you don't have to go organic for. The dirty dozen. Number one is strawberries. Always buy organic strawberries. And when they're not in season, they're a million dollars and they're moldy. And you have to – Zach even knows. He's like, strawberries are going out of season, aren't they? Because his (laughs) strawberries will start getting moldy. I'll read all of the dirty dozen and then I'll tell you the ones we buy from Costco organic. Strawberries. Number two is spinach. Number three is kale, Mm. collard greens, and mustard greens. Number four is nectarines. Number five is apples. Number six is grapes. Number seven is cherries. Number eight is peaches. Number nine is pears. Number 10 is bell and hot peppers. Number 11 is celery. And number 12 is tomatoes. Those Mm. are the 12 to never buy um, conventional. You always want to go organic. I heard that an easy way to remember it. If it doesn't have a shell like coating, like think banana peel, avocado skin, then 
it's probably on the dirty dozen list. So on the clean list is avocados. Number one, you don't have to buy organic avocados. Right, because they have it. Because they have the outside so coating, yep. And so on the clean list is sweet corn. Avocados is number one. Sweet corn, pineapples don't need to be organic. Onions don't need to be organic. Papayas, frozen sweet peas, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwi, cauliflower, mushrooms, honeydew, and cantaloupe. You're all allowed to do conventional. And what you said also, Whitney brought up in things that if you have to use a plastic container, things like avocado and things that have a nice outside are better in plastic containers because oh. they won't absorb through the skin usually and, or you discard the skin. So she's like, yeah, I'll throw okay. an avocado in a plastic container because I know it's not going to leach through into the flesh. But from Costco, you will save a million dollars and we go once a week and we buy – so on the Dirty Dozen list, we buy organic strawberries, we buy organic spinach, we buy organic grapes, we buy organic frozen cherries for smoothies, we buy mm. – pears they almost always have they almost always have tomatoes they always have bell peppers and organic and then we buy frozen organic blueberries and that's something a lot of people are like oh well if it's frozen it's losing the nutrients incorrect you actually maintain more nutrients when it's frozen mm-hmm. instead of shipped fresh from wherever it's coming from okay so now i'm going to ask you questions you might not know the answer to yeah i'm intrigued by this so i've heard of the dirty dozen i've never heard of the clean 15 like broccoli why is that considered not a dirty dozen? I don't know. Like why? I'm just asking because like I tried to grow broccoli and it was really hard and it got infested with worms. And I was thinking like if only I could spray Broccoli is the hardest thing to ever grow. We tried to grow it it too and it just like went like like, sore. And cauliflower. Our cauliflower did the same. Like no, I hate you. And so I'm not quite sure on those, but I know that I've sent Josh to the store and been like only organic. And he's like, there's no organic avocados and onions. And I'm like, well, those are fine. You know that. And he's like, I okay. don't know that because I don't keep this in my head. This is just the recommended from the – I can't think of the name of who recommends what's clean and what's not. The clean people. The, the clean blue the clean book, squad. I think. Something like that. But we'll put it on there. But so I got that. what if something's not on the list? Like I don't think you said oranges. Then you have to kind of decide and I would Google it. And there's lists that are more comprehensive. One of the lists I mm. found had like the top 40. Correct. Oh, that's my other food one is people spend a lot of money on food wash and don't pay attention to what's in their fruit wash. We do, and I've shared this with a couple of our friends, as soon as your fruit comes home from the store, the sooner you can do it, the less mold you're going to have. We put everything in a bucket and wash it with like a big dump of white vinegar and water and turn the nozzle on like the spray showery looking mode and make it all sudsy and then dump it and then re-rinse it. And then we lay it out um, on big, huge towel on a bunch of cookie sheets and let it dry for like 12 hours. And your fruit will last like three times as long. Does it ever taste like vinegar? No, never has. Huh. And it works think- just as well at stripping all the chemicals and wax or whatever that's still on your organic or gross germs because white vinegar yes. kills everything. It's I never think Peyton always thought that. you would do that at your house as like a free-for-all for her. I'll do it <laughs> That's why she always liked going to your house because she's like – she would always sit up at Janelle's counter and be like – what kind of snacks you got? Because my then, counter like, always is covered <laughs> with drying fruits because yes. we do it like twice a week. We have to go to Costco and restock all this stuff. We have white vinegar in every – we use it to clean our humidifiers. We use it to mm-hmm. clean floors. We That's another big one is we 
used to be a Swiffer family and we have so many bare feet and bare hands on hardwood floors that we switched to a straight steep mop now. And oh, I, that's on my list, girl. Lo- uh, I gotcha. Steep mopping. It's my favorite. Yes. Straight water, nice and hot. Nothing gets rid of if you have little boys. Nothing will get rid of the pee smell in your grout in your bathroom better. I just set the steam up in front of the toilet and walk out of the room for like a minute. And it just Mm. like concentrate heats the floor and like cooks it. And there's no smell. And I, it's heaven. It's like $80 on Amazon. And then I bought like a bulk set of the, you have to buy extra of the like pads because I switched the pads out so much while I'm doing it. Cause they're like, they're in the wash right now. They're literally black and I do it like twice a week. Cause my kids are outside barefoot then come running through the house and we have dark floors. So I don't even see see it. So with the dirt thing, I am going to say, I agree. Washing your fruit when it comes home from the store is an essential. I'm not great about it. Let's be honest. I need to get better. But I think it's because we're used to eating from the garden. If you're eating from a garden, maybe rinse it with water or maybe Keep your don't. dirt. Yeah. If you're using organic soil or you're buying organic from a mm-hmm. local source, just eat it. That dirt and that I soil know. is yeah. so good for you. I agree with the grocery store though. You never know. Yeah. If where- you're buying from a farm mm-hmm. stand or whatever, like you know that like Joe Butt Picker didn't walk by and like fondle all the fruit on right. the way by. If you're going to Costco, you don't know whose little fingers oh. have been. Who's inside, outside, sneeze. around. Achoo! I mean, now it's optional to – I think it's still optional to wear it. But like the mask yeah. has helped me feel like it's less – but like honestly, like my kids have gone by. Mikey used to go into grocery stores and one time he picked up like a piece of ginger root and took a bite of mm-hmm. it and put it back. And I didn't even Peyton's know notorious. until he, yeah. he spit a piece of ginger root out into my hand. And I was <laughs> like, okay, um, so we're not doing that anymore. Don't you love I, when you go into the store and you see somebody like – going around and like touching all the produce, which I get. You're trying to find your firm one. And then they don't even buy one. Just wanted to like, feel why it are you up. touching all this firm fruit? Like, come on. <laughs> Stop touching my firm fruit. Yeah, exactly. I always <laughs> grab from the back because of that. You never know those firm fruit touchers. Um, <laughs> Listen, I hope this episode's called Firm Fruit Touchers. Done. So <laughs> Write that the, down. With the cleaning, that kind of was like a good – one to touch on. This was an easy one for us to replace because it's like, okay, we ran out of window stuff. Let's replace that. Mm -hmm. To us, it's a must with young kids. Basically, I think if I'm I'm cleaning and I am using some kind of cleaning product and my kid licks the nozzle, am I going to freak out? Ooh, that's a good way to put it. They're going to lick the window. Right. And I'm not saying like give your kid a glass of vinegar. Like no one's going to do that, right? But a little lick won't hurt because they are. They're going to lick the window. They're going to lick the floors. Mm-hmm. Who knows what else they're going to lick? I know bleaching bathtubs is a huge thing. It's Let's face it. There's some things that bleach gets cleaner than anything else. But think about your little kids in the tub afterwards. Even using green products, I still rinse the tub after. And it's little interesting. Butt, little buttholes are in that tub. Yes. Soaking up. Soaking it all up. You don't want bleach <laughs> up there. <laughs> Do you use a lot of green stuff to clean? I mean, we have bleach wipes that I'll use like occasionally on the counters. If someone's sick, I get the exactly. bleach wipes Exactly. I do too. Yes. Bitch is bleach wiping stuff. If somebody – like we had sickness last week, I will bleach wipe all the surfaces. But other than that, we have – and you can buy – we bought like a six-pack of spray containers and we do white vinegar, warm water, and a drop of Blue Dawn. And literally that is – Okay. I'm going to ruin surfaces. your world. No, and tell you, and Blue tell Dawn, you no. to look into Blue Dawn. No, <laughs> don't hate fine. me. 
That's um, fine because I can still like vinegar. Yeah, I was going to say, and I found that the more natural dish soaps work just as well, not for stains, which we've talked about, but for cleaning. Yes. Okay. And it's interesting though. I don't know about you and how long you've been doing it, but after a while, like a lot of people are like, don't you miss the smell of a clean house? No. No. Now it's disgusting to me. The smell of bleach, wood polish, Windex, it is so overpowering. It is disgusting. The smell of nothing after I do all the floors with my steam mop is mwah. Chef's well, kiss. and you can add a little yeah. room spray with like essential oils. A lot of people essential add essential oils. oils. Yep. But we I interrupted do. your story. Tell me your story. Oh, so we lived with my in-laws for six months while we were building and I developed hives and it was in December. So I assumed it was allergies and I was like, what the heck is it? And it took my body a year and a half to detox and I'm 99% sure it was cleaning products and like oh, household sure. fragrances. Yeah. Everything triggered the hives. So if it was hot or if allergies were high or if yes. I was holding my daughter, like all the contact stuff and I detoxed, I did all this stuff and we couldn't figure it out. And now that we've been living clean again, I haven't had hives in probably six months. So it's amazing. And I, every time I smell bleach though, my first thought is who threw up? Like that's or what I like, associate with. am I at the hospital? Yep. We do have peroxide wipes that we use like if someone has a stomach bug because no one wants to get the stomach bug. And And I don't – I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I've read, everything that I've read says hydrogen peroxide is about as green as you can be when it comes to like harsh cleaning. Like that's what – they use that a lot at hospitals too. Yes. And it's one of the few that gets rid of like norovirus and we had that – and somehow my husband and I didn't get it and we swear it's because we used those. So (laughs) – We have switched a lot to microfiber, which can get costly. Again, you can find them a lot more affordable. But you have to also think, instead of using a roll of paper towels or all your like Swiffer supplies, you're buying this cloth one time and it's going to last you years. I even have the little Swiffer handles and I bought, I want to say on Etsy, could have been Amazon, reusable Swiffer micro. They're not even microfiber. I think they're like some kind of like fleece thing heads. And I swear they work better than those little white cloth they have. Oh, smart. Yeah. And they're really cute and colorful. We use microfiber on for mopping, glass counters, and dusting. And I used to make most of my other cleaning products, but for my sanity, we buy it now. I'm going to just be completely transparent. Janelle and I were talking recently about a stain I couldn't get out. And she's basically like, use Blue Dawn or Shout. And I was like, okay. Because Green cleaning products are great. Most of the time I can find something that will work, but every now and then there's something that won't. And it's like our rug in our living room that a dog threw up tomatoes all over. Am I going to use it daily? No, but every now and then for something like, okay, some is better than none is my thought. I totally agree. And I think that people try to make things a hundred percent and it's not feasible even for me, like even for you. It's just, there's nothing that can be a hundred percent. You guys aren't, Mm -hmm. you, your kids are sleeping on an organic mattress and you're not, you have to find what works for you. Do you live in Mm -hmm. an apartment? Then you're getting a countertop water filter and you can put a new filter on your shower to protect your hair, protect your body. Like pick something little and silly and don't feel like I have to be like, (gasps) throw away all the food in my fridge. Get rid of this. Get rid of that. The world is kind of crazy right now. Like, If you're interested in becoming slightly more green, 
rad if you're interested in becoming more green than us extra rad mm-hmm. but also like if you need to shout something get your shout on and yeah. do your best and like do what is most important to right. your family because and- mentally i know looking at that vomit stain every day is gonna piss me off and so i'm gonna yeah. use i'm gonna go actually it's on my list today to go to target Ooh. and get some kind of remover to get that Jenna's gonna out. walk into that chemical <laughs> aisle with her guns blazing exactly like, I've I never am. been here before hello everyone my name's Jenna oh, give me your chemicals because give me I can't your chemicals. stand it oh wait till yeah. you smell the aisle it's a lot <laughs> other suggestions for keeping and this is something that I'm very um into opening your windows inside of your house is actually often dirtier and more polluted than outside your house so on a cool day open your windows and let your house breathe. If you're driving in polluted metropolitan area, i.e. Chicago, recirculate the air in your car. If Mm. you're able to get HEPA filters in your most heavily used rooms. You kind of brought up, you touched on it briefly, like where you live is going to impact what's important to you. So if you're in an apartment, air filters or humidifiers might be more priority than if you're living in a house that you built that you know what's in it. We use humidifiers. We don't use top of the line because that wasn't our top, top priority at the time. We know that our water is a lot dirtier versus if you're in an apartment, you might need to address that first. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? That's when we were in the apartment. It was like, we need to have a water filtration that's countertop and we need to have shower filters on. And that was our top priorities. And then Mm -hmm. You know, what works spatially in your fridge? We store Mm -hmm. some of our fruit in plastic containers, but we've like tried to make sure it doesn't have any of the BPAs in it because glass just isn't functional in the shape of our fridge. And we're not heating it. And let's not pretend like everything has to be glass, even if you're Mm going to be working on glass shards all the time, which I've had a few times where my kids have broken Mm -hmm. my glass bottles at friends' houses on their driveways. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Sorry, Becky. It's a pain in the ass lifestyle. Yeah. And you don't have to do it all the time. We keep one emergency plastic water bottle in the fridge. I was like, Zach, I need you to go get it because I ran out like – you're never going to not drink out of plastic no. water bottles. And like, you're never. <laughs> when we're traveling, we're not perfect. Yes. And we're like, we're traveling. This isn't our norm. But if we're traveling and a kid is thirsty, like we're going to go to Starbucks. Am I going to go to Starbucks and very rarely bring a reusable cup? Yeah. And I'm going to drink from plastic. Like, I don't even think they let me? you no. do reusable right now, do they? Do they? I don't know. I don't think oh. they do because I think they're unknown yeah. right now. You do the best you can. My last thing is I – fully embrace doing whatever you want. I have a face full of toxins injected. And so I'm not here to preach and moan on. I'm also someone that puts sunscreen on her kids. That is whatever's on sale. And I just am that's my switch this week is switching to beauty counter because Beauty Counter, if you go on their website, has a list of the never should be in your personal care items. I can't keep spraying my kids' full bodies with dirty-ass sunscreen. So that's my big switch right now. Think about what you're putting in your armpits and think about what Mm -hmm. you're putting on your whole body because – That's my last one. You're – Yay! Okay, so – I know you. Um, you do. My armpits are getting like a very organic situation. I did an armpit mm-hmm. detox and unfortunately I am not a candidate for being deodorant free for the rest of my life. I hope some other people are, but I tried and tried and tried and I did like the soaking and the whole thing didn't work. And then also you can just go to Whole Foods and I bought my lotion is a giant tub from Whole Foods that's got nothing bad in it. And then I mix it with like a little bit of body oil Ooh. and like 
That's I love it. a good body oil. Well, because ideally you want a lotion that doesn't have alcohol in it because that's drying to your skin, which most lotions do because that's what makes them dry so you can put your clothes on fast. Oh. And so you want to find a lotion that doesn't have alcohol in it. Then it's just not as like lubricating. So I add in body oil and I just think it's really important what we're putting in our armpits and covering our body with after we take a shower. Jenna, Mm -hmm. take us away. Take us home. Well, like, and again, I'm not perfect. I dye my hair, so I'm not perfect. Full of (laughs) neurotoxins. So let's let's not pretend anyone here is perfect. So that's just not something I'm willing to give up. I do highlights every couple months, and yeah, Uh, body products. This was actually maybe I I think I actually might have started on body products now that I think about it before mattresses and pajamas because it was definitely before kids. Back then, there was hardly anything. Now there's so much. I can remember making stuff in my kitchen, and <laughs> it was yeah, like my kids' first shampoo insane. was the beauty counter had this rad kids shampoo, and it was the only clean shampoo you could get, and it smelled so good. And they discontinued it because yes. they hate me. And so now, but luckily, mm-hmm. like Target has a million really clean lines yeah. now that you can get for the kids. But exactly, yeah, and they had a really good conditioner too, which I still am holding on to because it's one that works and ours came back. So hang in there three. It was gone for like four months and I was so sad. It was called sprout and it just came back and I love it. Oh, nice. Yeah. We use like with Peyton also a coconut oil, which you would think would be oily, but it's not hair detangler spray for kids. Coconut Um, oil is such an underutilized resource too. We can go on another hippie dive on coconut oil, but if you have like patches of psoriasis, try putting coconut oil on it for like a week and Mm -hmm. you'll be a new person. Just side note. (laughs) Or shea butter. That's my other big one. So Um, There's so many out there, so it's a lot easier. Is it more expensive than drugstore? Yes, but you can find ways to save such mm-hmm. as I use a microfiber cloth. So I have always double cleansed where you wash your face basically twice. Yeah. So I've always like removed makeup. And back in the day, I used makeup wipes. Mm-hmm. And now I have like a microfiber cloth. So really my beauty products are going a lot further yeah. because even when I stopped using those wipes, I would wash my face, do something else in the shower, and then wash my face again. And You'd be amazed at how much comes off on that second wash. So it's really necessary if you wear makeup or outside Mm -hmm. a lot. But now my beauty products go a lot further because of this cloth. They also make them as like body cloths, microfibers. So you can use those on your kids or yourself. They last for years. Every now and then you have to boil them or rinse them in vinegar because they can get smelly, uh, just depending how you hang them and how you use them and your humidity and all of that. Uh, You can buy things in bulk. You can make your own. Like I said, you can usually buy raw shea butter and a lot of other things like coconut oil. It's not super pricey, especially Mm -hmm. if you buy it from a co-op. And those are bases for a lot of stuff. And a little, as you know, goes a long ass way. (laughs) Like I've had mine for years. We use clean soap, shampoo, cologne. If you need a recommendation for cologne, we have a great one. My husband wears cologne. I if I need anything, I'll just do like a dab of lavender oil, but I don't go anywhere, so I don't usually use it. Um, makeup, lotions, healing balms, which we use in place of like Neosporin, sting creams, rash creams. That one we make, but you can also I buy them now. I want you to link. Will you link um, or put the recipe up for your healing yes, balms? Yes, yes. Um, we use plant-based detergents because mm-hmm. all of that kind of goes onto your body. And here's my dirty hippie caveat. Yeah. Do not overuse or overdo any body product. So yeah. if you're taking a shower, like 
yeah, wash your armpits, wash your stuff. Think about your arms and your belly. Do they need soap every single day? Probably not. Do your kids need their hair washed every day? Definitely not. I am the person that washes my kids' hair maybe every two weeks. They've never had oily hair. No one's ever complained of the smell on them. So they do enjoy a bath. So we do give them a bath and I let them wash themselves. But the cleaner, the better, the less use, the better. There was like a celebrity my mother-in-law was telling me about. And she was like, I think it was Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. And I guess that they said that they don't bathe their kids unless they show signs of dirt. It's Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. And then Kristen Bell defended them. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. But I also was like, I got a lot of backlash because people were saying how dirty it is. But as everyone here knows, I'm way ahead of Mila and Ashton because I personally, they also don't shower, they shower like twice a week like me. So it's fine. Um, I'm on day five. (laughs) See, it's just, it's so gross to so many people and I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry, but like, I just want everyone to know that Jenna and I were ahead. Here's my two gripes this week. We okay. were ahead of Mila and Ashton mm-hmm. in knowing that we didn't need a shower all the time. And also, we have come out with all these episodes that just so happen to sync up mm-hmm. with Glenn and Doyle's podcast. It's just Every, because we love her so much. But if you we love her so much and we grew so much from her book, but don't they if you look at the dates, if you look at the timestamps, we're first. Yep. However, a lot of our stuff syncs up just because she's our hero mother of all. Have you seen like the and new doing TikTok trend where it's stuff. like, mama said that it was all right. Like, uh-uh. and it's just whatever Glennon Doyle has said is fine is what Jenna and I have decided is yeah. fine. So all of our podcasts are sort of lining up and it's completely yeah. coincidental. And I usually don't even listen to hers till like a month after they come out because they're so long, but I love them so much. So my two gripes yeah. are we invented showering very little, which isn't really mm-hmm. a brag because people think it's disgusting. And my husband showers once or twice a day, um, oh, but wow. my kids only go when I go and, uh-huh. or if they're visibly dirty. Last week, they showered every day because they had runny noses and gro- – or bathed mm-hmm. every day because they had runny noses and were gross and their feet were black from being outside. But if they're not yeah. showing visible dirt or smells, they're mm-hmm. they're good. <laughs> well, my husband used to shower every day and it does take a training period for your body because your body is overproducing oils because you're washing them away, your hair, yeah, your gonna, body, all of gonna it. You're going to be a stank ass for mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> and so now he can go like two or three days and he's like, this is a whole new game changer. His skin has cleared up. He used to have a lot of back knee yes. that's cleared up and it's kind of amazing. My kids have never had greasy hair. I have a friend actually, her kids are six and four never washed their hair. Bless they her. don't have oily hair. She yeah. rinses it, but they don't have oily hair. I know. And I'm just it's like, not a like necessity anymore. I'm mm. sorry. I know how gross and how appalling this is going to be to some people. It really makes a huge difference. And I follow this one um, Instagram person who had breast implants removed because she had breast implants illness. Mm. And then she had like this terrible chin acne and she started only washing her face with distilled water and paper towels. Mm -hmm. And it's called like zero sum or something. And her whole like cystic acne of her chin is clearing up just from using only distilled water and no product. I had a horrible patch of psoriasis. I don't know if you remember this, Jenna, in the middle of my forehead for months. And your aunt was like convinced you had cancer. Yes. She made me, she was made me schedule. Yeah. She made me schedule an appointment. Like you're seeing me in a ring light. There's nothing there Mm -hmm. because I just put coconut oil on it every night before I go to bed. It's amazing. With that, if you need recommendations, reach out to us. Like I said, we're not perfect. 
There's a lot of products that people rant and rave about. One, organic does not always mean it's the best yeah. or the cleanest because you can have organic shit. I don't know. Us saying yeah. organic isn't like a catch-all be-all. And OEC right. is so much cheaper when it comes to bedding than organic. And if that's your route, I feel like it's, in my yeah. opinion, just as good. It's so much cheaper, but it's still so like – it's going. It's leaning towards the European standards of what is clean versus the American standards of what is clean, and so American standards is <laughs> so. I mean, um, we shouldn't judge because we're showering like twice a week. So I that's mean, true. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> if you need recommendations, <laughs> we're here. Um, there's been a. I've tried a lot of products. There's some that people rant and rave about that either I find fault in in terms of an ingredient or um, I don't think works well. Uh, my husband has a chemistry background, so I always have him check stuff. So if you ever have questions, reach out to us. Yes. Like I said, we're not perfect. Like I use skincare products. I just make sure that they're as clean as possible. Would it be cleaner to use nothing? Yeah, it would. But I'm not going to do that. So I need a little bit. I need a little bit of white vinegar in my life. <laughs> we hope that helps you. And if you have any questions or recommendations or want to chime in and say, this has worked great for me. We would love to or hear it. Or a lot of these like, say, hey, you guys were pumping up hydrogen peroxide. And just so you know, that's a hormone disruptor that mm -hmm. can do this, this, and this. We're all ears for corrective. But I'm not giving criticism. up my norovirus killer. Sorry. Um, I'm not giving up Botox. So <laughs> sorry, guys. But right. we love you. We can only do yeah. so much and we do. And we miss you and we love you. And we can't wait to hear your thoughts and what you decide to change or not change. And in your spare time, call your therapist. And take your meds.